0: Welcome to the Which Way Do You Eat Your Banana Series of Personal and Management Development Audio Guides. To subscribe or download episodes, visit www.think.gb.com. Hello, this is Gavin, and today's podcast is a the first set of a series of four. Um, it's around Myers-Briggs. If you've done Myers-Briggs before, you'll find this interesting. Um, a good reminder, but also give you some interesting tips on how to apply Myers-Briggs. If you've not done Myers-Briggs before, that's fine. I think you'll still get an awful lot out of the session, um, as it's really just, in my mind, about communication. Now, Myers-Briggs is about four different areas of how we deal with things. Um, The first area is how you get your energy. The second is how you take in information. The third, how you make decisions. And the last, how you structure your world. Now you can see why it's a set of four podcasts. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take each particular level at a time for two reasons. Uh, Firstly, if I put them all together, it would be an extremely long podcast, around about 40 minutes. And secondly, um, for me, whilst Myers-Briggs profiles are very interesting, when you look at the individual parts of Myers-Briggs, I think they're just as interesting as well when it comes down to communication and understanding other people. Therefore, if you just got the difference between extroverts and introverts, that would make a hell of a difference to how you go about with dealing with probably 50% of the people you have to deal with okay so this podcast is a mixture of audio as in this bit and video. Um, The next bit you are either going to listen to um, or hear. Now um, this video was taken at a recent uh, conference session I ran uh, covering uh, amongst other things Myers Briggs. Now as you watch the video you'll notice it's probably not done in a studio. Um, It was taken by somebody um, who was videoing different parts of the conference and they just sent me a copy. Now um, I never use scripts when I'm Uh, running training sessions, and I just quite like the rawness of this session. Um, Sometimes the quality of the camera work um, and the audio go slightly off, but I kind of quite like it, so I decided to go with it. I hope you do as well. So just to recap, this one um, is on extraversion and introversion, which is the first layer of Myers-Briggs, and then there'll be another three um, podcasts coming very soon, so you can put them all together. And just if you're thinking, well, is it worthwhile knowing about Myers-Briggs? I did this when I was about 25, and it was a huge light bulb for me. I'm an ENTP. I just thought I was a bit weird and odd. Um, in addition as well, um, as I worked with people through the years, I reckon I could probably deal with about 25% of people with no problem at all. Then the other 25% were okay. Then I had 25% where I had to really work harder. And there was just this, this bunch of people, this other 25%. I just thought they were aliens. When I did Myers-Briggs, I went, oh, is that it? And it was all straightforward from then on, just understanding why people do what they do. It's extremely useful. Um, So, let's move on to Myers-Briggs. Personality profiling, psychological development. Sounds a bit heavy. I'll give you a bit of a formal introduction to it. Um, not for more than a minute, uh, if you want to learn more, speak to me, and I'll tell you the in-depth of it. Um, it's based on psychology by Jung, and first developed by a mother and daughter team, Isabel Isabella and Catherine Myers-Briggs, and its first use was during the Second World War to test women and put them to work in certain jobs. So it's just, like right, you're this type of person, there's your job, you're in that box there. Okay. It's now not used for recruitment and selection because it doesn't tell you you're any good at anything. It just says you have a preference to do things in a certain way. So you can't be selected for a job based on Myers-Briggs, which is not about ability. According to Jung, you were inborn your type, you were born a certain type. Maybe here you got more than two kids. Show them. When cool. well, I first did Myers-Briggs, I struggled with this. I thought, I'm a free man. I don't want to be an ENTP. I'll be whoever I want to be until I have kids. 15, 12, and 9 year old boys. And I can see they're very different Myers Briggs personality types based on similar character. Not like my kids, I think that would be wrong. I kind of love them. Come here, Sam, let's do some psychological development. Um, so, I can say, so I think it's probably true. But what Jung says is that you grow where you're planted. So if you're a fluffy kind of person and you live in a tight regimented household, you become a bit like them. If you're a creative, free flowing person, hippie, and you work in the accountancy department, you become a bit like the rest of the captains. So your environment around you, basically, I it, does shape your behavior. So that's kind of the summary of what Myers where is. And uh, what it's not, it's not a box to put people into. Uh, it was a rigid use to box people. It's not a label to explain why you didn't do something very well. You can't go to your boss and say, the NTPs, you know what we like. Messed <laughs> up. Um, it's not a measure of who's best. There are 16 personality types. There aren't 14 really cool ones and two dodgy ones. They're all good for their own particular reason. And some are quite similar, some are dissimilar. And it's not a way to select employees or partners. Partners, I'd go for the old sexist which seems to work for a Is that okay, And all we're going to look at is some choices. That's all Weisberg says. About how you get your energy, you're going to choose the letter E or I. How you take information, you're going to choose the letter X or N. How you make decisions, F, And how you structure your world or approach life, J or P. And what I'm looking for is your natural, inborn choice. If you're above the age of 30, few of you in the head. If in doubt, when you're choosing, go back to when you were 20. Because that's when you were more natural, I suppose. And less experience in your life. Now, to give you an idea what I mean by your natural choice, Can you grab your book, and can you sign your name, page one, in the first box with your normal writing hand? How's that? Swap hands and have a go with the other hand in the box below. was the same experience? Messy? Hard work? I, I, I could hear a bit more energy was involved in doing it. The sound went up slightly. Yeah, a bit giggly. I can't do it. All I going to stop? Yeah? This is what I mean by your natural inborn choice. If you're born right-handed, I have no idea whether you are born right-handed. But Let's say you are. This is the one I'm looking for. If I cut this hand off, you'd get really good with writing with this hand. So you may have practiced your left hand. But if this one magically grew go back again, you'd go back to using this one. And when we look at these choices, all we're looking for you is to pull four letters from this. And there are 16 possible combinations. On three of them, you'll probably find it quite straightforward. One of them, you might go, oh, I'm not sure, I'm left or I do left handed right-handed. And the answer is, you always do both sides of the choices. If you didn't, you would die. So you have to do them. Well, which is your natural preference? And I'll explain each level as we go through them to give you some examples and you've got your book as your little guide and at the end of this you'll have four letters and there's some mini profiles in this book so you can have a quick look and go, blimey, that's a bit like me and I'll tell you what to do with it next. That make sense? So we're just going to make some choices. Okay, so the first choice is energy, how you get your energy and here we have E or I. E stands for extrovert. Or extroversion, I stands for introversion. What do you associate with extroverts? Maybe. Well, these are traits, they may not necessarily be true, um, but extroversion, uh, people who are extrovert, get their energy from the outside world, so their energy comes from being around other people. An example, I'm an extrovert. I'm only just an extrovert, I'm quite shy, but I know I'm an extrovert. And, I can do quiet time, especially when I'm very tired and i have being busy like this stuff. but after a period of time that quiet time tires me out and I need to go and interact with someone to get my energy back up give you an example, now and again I work from home, and when I work from home, I'm using writing stuff, training materials, speeches, wherever whatever might be. If I'm there for two days, day one, by about three o'clock, I'm starting to feel physical pain. I'm getting tired, I feel slightly depressed, I feel like I've got a bit of flu. Yeah. Day two, I, I can't cope, I have to go to Tesco and speak to anybody I can find. I just need to interact with someone and just talk to anybody I can find. So that's me being an expert, I get my energy. I need quiet time and I do reflect, but my energy comes from being other people. Extroverts tend to talk, think, and talk again. And their main brain sits on the tip of their tongue. It's there. Bah, 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 bah. So they might find themselves tailgating conversations or disliking silencing conversations and are jumping on the back of a conversation. there will be typical traits of an extrovert. Introverts, what do you associate with introverts? Thinkers. Thinkers. Thoughtful, quiet. Self-contained. Self-contained. Beautiful. Yeah. These are quite common things with introverts. Introverts get their energy the other way around. So they can appear like an expert. Especially if they're on a subject they're very passionate about. And they can have some really deep interest. So they can feel like an expert. But after a period of time, the interaction with people ties them out. They need to withdraw and recharge themselves and they get their energy from inside. Now these people, Tend to think, talk, think, and take on average three seconds longer to answer a question than an extrovert. Which is a very long time. <laughs> what I'd like you to do is go to page two of your book, and you've got definition of actual introversion. Have a look through both sides, have a look at the traits, and at the bottom just mark where you think you are. So you're very sure, quite sure, not sure, quite sure interversion, very sure interversion. So just kind of have a self-guess of where you think you are based on the descriptions in the book and the stuff I'm going to put on the screen, and also my descriptions. Mm-hmm, just go through that and make a choice. Have you done it? Show of hands to those people who think they're introverts. More introverts in the room than extroverts. Show those people who just don't know. What's Okay, you don't know. That's fine, that's cool. Okay. If you're an extrovert, do you know some introverts? Yes? If you're an introvert, do do you know some extroverts? If you're an extrovert, what do you think the introverts make of you? <laughs> Sorry? A loose cannon. A loose cannon? Loud. <laughs> Anything else? Loud. No. Loud? No. Will they ever show up? <laughs> Can't they just speak or think before they can come out? They stumble, Okay. If you're an introvert, what do you think the extroverts make of you? Unsocial? Um, opinionated. Opinionated? Anything else? Any other show of hands of extroverts again? Do you find introverts difficult to read? Do you feel like sometimes it's pulling teeth when you ask questions? <laughs> yeah. Until I did Myers-Briggs, I'm just an extrovert. The introvert, <coughs> I thought you were a bit weird actually. What's <laughs> <laughs> all that thinking stuff about Are you, hiding stuff from me? Just come out with it, come on. Yeah. So, you uh, know, until I did Myers-Briggs, I went, ah, okay, because introvert's main brain is back here, which is why it takes three seconds long to ask questions. It comes in, floats around, and then comes back out. So, I just want to give you some little tips. What if you're dealing with change, by the way, if you're organising change. Give experts time to have a good old chat. My experience of change is it is so intuitively simple that you think, well, why wouldn't you do it? most companies don't do it. Give people a chance to chat about it. With introverts, give them time to reflect about it, and possibly give them one-to-one chats as well. Simple as that. But a little tip if you're trying to communicate with extroverts or an introvert. If you're an extrovert and you have an introvert here, what you usually find is the extrovert will go, they'll ask the first question. So, and they'll, they'll throw the question across to the introvert and there'll be that space which is called silence, yeah? And the introvert will go, this will be in their head, not out of their mouth, will go, good question, let me think about it. And that then creates that silence and the extroverts go, okay, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, well, they say that, so they go, oh, clearly a bit slow today, I want to I'll help them out. By asking another question, <laughs> yeah. so they jump into the space and ask another question, and then the introvert, still in their head, because you know they're an the extrovert, they go, "That's two questions." <laughs> yeah. So now the six seconds, and then the extrovert just goes, kind of, "Go, kind of, ah, oh." Well. I'll dress up the first question in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. Come in the side and ask it that way. I really hope not because they're a bit closed oh, today. Okay? <laughs> and the introverts just go, Will you please stop asking me questions? And the sir. <laughs> yeah. so, so just a little tip. If you are an extra, and I'm guilty of this all the time. Um, when you ask your question, you probably have to assume the other person's hearing you, you. Okay? <laughs> If they haven't, then fair enough, ask it again. But you ask your question, that space, this is going to break a habit which takes, what, 30-odd days? Yeah, a long lifetime. That space, just stay out of it. And just zip it. So ask your question, sharp, Because they've heard you. And by stepping into the space, you stop their thinking. Okay. Introverts, to protect that space for yourself, help the extroverts out, because they know not what they do, <laughs> go, this is it. good question, so this comes out of your house now. Good question, let me think about it. So you've then guarded that space. You'll still see the expert hopping around, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> but that's fine, you've kind of gathered some bit of space, yeah. Does that make sense? So just a little tip. Give more notes notice this stuff, give me a shout and we'll get them sent to you. So that's the first choice. And we have half an hour left. I've got three more choices to go, which is spot on time. So, with change, as we're linking with this change, Make sure experts have a chance to chat about it, go away and think about it, and then chat about it again. Interverse, a chance to think about it, chat about it probably more in smaller groups, and then think about it again. It's all obvious stuff, but from my experience, the obvious stuff isn't usually done, because we forget to do the obvious, because actually we act at time, we do things the way we would think if we wanted. That's very good English Okay, so um, let's go on to the next level now, uh, which is how you take information which in communication is quite important